Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Lucas and Vincent were not in the mainstream of gay life. I was saving body parts such as uh, skulls. Doesn't it bother you that he's a fag? You have done me a great service. Now I must service you. And the drugs. We're, we're always a, a cry for attention, for somebody to pay attention to me before I, you know, <laughs> kill somebody. You can imagine what it smells like if you go into a closed room. Something is trying to get inside my body. Yeah, she's female and she's waiting for you in the cabana. And you want to sleep with me. Buckle up, Sodomites, and welcome to the Sinister Sissies Podcast, your guide to gay, true crime, horror, and everything man-on-man and macabre. I'm Jared, your master of depravity, staring at the beautiful face of my filthy little slave, Sam Hamilton. I thought you'd be staring at my balls, because they're in a jar across the table. Well, it is the topic for the day, isn't it? Yes, we're talking all things castration. Castration, castration. Castration. Well, so, okay, I actually was. So, the, the episode title for this will be Castration special because that's a good name what about consensual castration okay we'll put consent in there i'm not saying that to be pc but we're talking about people it's a whole like moral predicament like if people want their balls cut off in a criminal way because it's technically illegal because they're using their friends to do it is this bad yeah that that is the hot topic (laughs) (laughs) there was like a ricky lake everyone is talking about it okay Um, well no because i was i was gonna i may be incorrect in this does castration encompass the dick and balls? That's a question for our medical-oriented viewers. <laughs> um, let us know, please. I mean, in this, it seems to be about all genital removal. Most of the cases we're covering today. Yeah, like the whole kit and caboodle. My, my understanding is castration is getting rid of the testicles, technically. Yeah, and so there's not, is there not a word for the dick as well? I don't know. Genital removal? There is that... that... Jamoval. Jamoval. Jamoovals. We're talking Jamoovals today. And this is this is an area where I have um, 
I was going to say an interest. I'm not going to call it an interest. I'm going to call it a calling. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jared's running a backyard surgery. I just feel I just feel like I am the best person placed to understand guys who cut off their dick and balls for sexual reasons. Well, you know, I am going to back you up here because Jared has actually done an extensive article and allegedly a podcast or an interview about this topic. I'm on the ABC talking about this, Sam, and he didn't listen to it. He didn't. I mean, I wasn't prompted to do so, but obviously... <laughs> Friend duties, I should have been on it. Alright, so, the the theme of this episode is castration, as we've said, and unlike previous episodes, we're going to be a little bit loosey-goosey with this one, because it's a broad topic. And right? also, Jared's drunk and slurring. I'm so... so... <laughs> we've got a few... There's a few factors involved. <laughs> yeah, that, that's also why it's going to be loosey-goosey. Um, but, we're going to look at three castration stories. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to that... Let's just talk about the eunuch, Sam. Okay. Well, the eunuch is a man who has been castrated. <laughs> that, that's literally he the looks definition at his notes, that I have. Right? So, but, but there is there are different sort of types of eunuch. There One, is a eunuch subculture. There is a subculture, and lots of people who are involved have different rationale for why they want their genitals removed. Yes. And there's a, I learned today a term. It's called the smoothie. Yes. And that's when you want to be like a Kendall. Like you want. Your dick cut off, your balls cut off, and you want to be sewn up. Like, so it's like nothing's there. I think the eunuch subculture could be called, I guess, an emerging phenomenon. Um, something that's... Very niche. Yeah, very niche, but has a an online presence. There is... There are medical conferences now okay. to try and understand eunuchs. Well, it is interesting because it's not necessarily related to gender identity or anything like that. No. There... Okay. Let's let's do that clarification at the start because I think when most people think about like some sort of genital removal stuff, they might be thinking kind of a trans identity component. That seems to be a co- component for some eunuchs, but most eunuchs seem to be their desire seems to come from either a sexual fetish or like an aesthetic preference or in some cases we're going to talk about the nullo cult a little bit later and that's almost like like performance art <laughs> when you get right down to it going through the these online forums there's a, a very famous uh eunuch forum called the eunuch archive in in there they often talk what's your username i'm not gonna know i've been going undercover in the eunuch archive yeah. for a couple of years right. now <laughs> Um, they won't, they won't do an interview, but I've had some good discussions. In the eunuch archive, they sometimes talk about, uh, there is a condition known as body integrity disorder or bodily integrity disorder. And I think most famously people would have encountered this before in terms of people cutting off their own arms or a leg. There was actually another guy in Brisbane, we're going to talk about a Brisbane guy, who asked a friend to cut off his leg because of bodily integrity disorder. So it's where you have this idea that the limb or appendage shouldn't be there. Okay, yeah. And for these guys, it's their dick and balls. Yeah, it feels foreign to them, like they shouldn't have it, they don't like it. Yeah. They don't see the point to, you know, they don't want to utilise it, essentially. Yeah, like it's um, the, I don't know how scientifically accurate this is, but the the explanation that I've heard for why people feel this way is um, your brain kind of maps out your body, like you have a sense of your bodily Mm -hmm. shape. And the problem with bodily integrity disorder is that that map doesn't encompass the particular limb. 
But that's why it's interesting, though, for the Unix to do this Unix, Unix? Unix, the, the Unix, Unix. <laughs> well, for the people who do this for, like, a sexual oh. desire, is it, like, your final, like... Well, see, that's the weirder part. So, um, there has been some research into the Unix archives, and the people that tend to be sexual fetishists, there is a significant percentage of them who don't appear to actually want to do anything in real life. They like to discuss the idea. But I guess, is, is this like feeling like your ultimate sexual fantasy and then you're never going to even be able to be properly aroused again, right? If you don't have your sexual organs. I mean, that's the that's the kind of the tragedy of the eunuch sexual fetish because by the time you achieve your goal, there's you're no not going to be able to enjoy it. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. I mean, I guess it's like when you want to climb the highest mountain in the world and you do it, you know? You're never yeah. going to get that thrill again. I mean, yeah, we we looked at some uh, some interesting fetishes in our time. I mean, there was um, what's his name with the scrotum implants, and uh, we also looked at the consensual cannibalism case of Armin Mivers. And this is kind of still in that realm, you know, because it's cannibalism, but like not involving death. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not eating. Oh, no, actually, not, sometimes they no. are eating it, so I don't want to put that... Yeah, not all eunuchs, but in some of the cases... <laughs> hashtag, hashtag not all eunuchs. But, you know, in this episode, we are going to cover people who eat, who cut off their genitals and get off, I guess, on watching people eat them. Yeah. I, and I, I, I don't want to seem too judgmental about this sort of stuff, because I do think that, like, I don't know, body modification generally, I'm fairly accepting of... Like weird body modification yeah. well, this stuff. Well, really, this is just a really extreme example of body yeah. mod, I guess, you know. All right, let's let's get to our first tale of castration. Um, Story number one. And it's going to be the homegrown tale. Oh, we're going Ryan and Drew King first. Yeah, I feel, I feel like we should start at yeah, home. Keep it local, should... keep it local. Keep it local, okay. Well, this guy is really interesting because... I don't. Maybe we're jumping ahead too much by me saying this, but... He, you know, cut off some people's genitals, but then in court they were like, no, we wanted it. Like, it's it's cool. And then the judge, I guess, didn't really know what to do. <laughs> yeah, Sam's understanding of uh, legal process is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand that the act, especially performing unlicensed surgery, is illegal. But, like, how heavily can you sentence somebody when the victims, or quote-unquote victims, yes. are like, oh, no, we wanted it. Like, we felt great. Like, what can you do? So this was, this was, this was genuinely a case of consensual castration. I think that, that needs to be said in the sense that, um, again, as Sam said, the quote-unquote victims wanted it. Um, and testified in court in their victim impact statements that they wanted it. Everyone we're talking about say actually willingly went into the situation. Mm. There's no one who was like kidnapped and like their balls are cut off. It's like people who really felt a sense of even like, yeah, dysphoria or they wanted that sexual rush of having them forcibly removed. Yeah. And, and, and that's like why it's so legally complicated. Ryan Andrew King is an electrician from Brisbane. He, at the time of committing these crimes, I mean, they are crimes, um, he was 28 years old. He became interested in the eunuch subculture and these eunuch forums and began, began to advertise himself as a cutter and, you know, in eunuch lingo, uh, a cutter is someone that's willing to perform a castration. I mean, how do you learn? Like, what do you practice on? I- I'm genuinely intrigued. It's like, if you're like, I am a cutter, but you've never done it before, how do you know? We'll see in a moment that uh, cutting off... That just sounded like, you're gay, but you've never tried it before. <laughs> <How do> you... 
We'll see in a moment that cutting off dick and balls is actually quite a high-risk procedure requiring some technique. So in 2019, Ryan Andrew King met his first quote-unquote victim, a 65-year-old man from Victoria who responded to his advertisement on the Unic forums um, requesting that his penis and testicles be removed. But he only took one out. So, you know, he started off slow. Just in case I'm not good at this, I'm going to take one ball. Yeah, for some reason, the actual operation itself, he removed the penis and one testicle in a hotel in... Logan. Do you know where Logan is? I'm going to say somewhere regional. I'm sorry for any regional yeah. people out there who live I think in Logan. This was but some uh, country, country castration happening. Um, so that was the first procedure that was done. And this seems to have been done without any complications. Okay, so this 65 year old had his penis and first testicle. First testicle, one <laughs> testicle removed. I mean, it's quite impressive, really, that you do surgery for the first time and you blitz it. I mean, some people are just natural at things, aren't they? There must be guides online. There must be. Yeah. Um, so that was his first procedure. Um, in 2020, Ryan Andrew King got his second client. It was a 26-year-old Chinese national who was in Australia on a working visa Um, He had both his penis and testicles removed in a hostel in Brisbane. And it was the second quote-unquote victim who ended up uh, bringing police to Ryan Andrew King's uh, attention. So the second man, after the procedure was done, ended up having some complications. He was bleeding out um, and needed hospital treatment. Obviously, once he got to hospital... You know, they're going to ask, where's your dick and balls? (laughs) Um, And that's where they provided information identifying King. Interestingly, um, they only found out about the first guy, the 65-year-old man, um, because King had kept his genitals in a freezer at his address. What for? I mean, maybe (laughs) to sell, to eat, to just admire his handiwork. There are a lot of potentials. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I there's, there's little in the media about uh, King's motivations. I don't know if it was a sexual thing for him. I don't know. This is me purely going off the, like, photo that I saw of him. Uh, he seemed like a very, like, technical guy who might have just got into this weird obsessive interest with the idea of removing genitals. It kind of reminds you of that movie where she's obsessed with being a dog. Oh, excision. Oh, well, yeah, we repeated it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we did. yeah, it is. It's very excision She just wants to be an amateur surgeon. That's all she wants. And I mean, it doesn't work out too well for her, does it? But no. It didn't work out too well for Andrew King either. It actually, it worked out okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> He's only in jail for a year. So, Ryan Andrew King was uh, charged with inflicting grievous bodily harm. And I was talking with Sam about this earlier. You know, how can he be charged with inflicting grievous bodily harm? Because people consented to having that done the law basically says that you can consent to uh recognize medical procedures and boxing and you know anything else that the law has already given a tick of approval Mm -hmm. if they haven't given a tick of approval to it though and you've inflicted injury constituting actual bodily harm or above uh, you can still be convicted of the crime even if the victim consented Uh, which is an interesting thing in australia because um, even light BDSM activity, so like whipping someone... Is technically illegal. It's technically illegal because someone can't consent 
to being injured in a way in which their skin is broken. Okay, well, good to know. Yeah. I'm into light choking. But that, do you think... I, I, I legitimately have a paper drafted talking about the legality of sexual choking. Okay, well, I'd love to read it. And it, it's questionable. There's a question over whether or not it's actually legal to do sexual choking. Oh, lucky for me, my main finish is just cucking, so... Mm. I can deal with that. I just want to watch That's my partner just... fuck someone else. It's pretty basic. Is no, that really? Is that actually? No one's hurt. Is that really? Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's, like, boring? I mean... I, do you know what? You have more of a sub personality. I have more of a dom personality. I, so it kind of makes sense. I get into it. I'm like coaching them. I'm like, yeah, fuck him harder. I just, I would be, I'd feel left out. Oh, no. I like jerking off to my, my, my favorite person and then like someone else hot. It's all, it's all good for me. Interesting. You're like a voyeur. I am like a voyeur. I'm like a, an interactive voyeur. There you go. Okay. Okay. But my ball's still here. <laughs> Not quite seeing it. I'm, I'm judging your like cuck fetish and justifying the eunuch somehow. Yes. Well, where, you know, I feel very ashamed. <laughs> um, so King, King was put on trial. Obviously, there was a lot of media attention about that. Um, he, uh, sorry, he pleaded guilty um, to two counts of inflicting grievous bodily harm. As we mentioned earlier, both of his clients testified in court saying that they um, were not harmed by the procedure. Yeah. He'd also been diagnosed with ADHD and autism, so yep. like, we're unsure if that... I mean, I'm sure that did play some it role, can play a role in yeah. the decision. Um, because it was very clear in the defence that they were going for, like, he didn't sort of understand fully that what he did was wrong because there was consent. Yeah. He was seeing things in a very black and white way. I guess they could be linking that to him being on the spectrum. I mean, I think a lot of people, when they first encountered this case, do think that there must be a legal issue, right? They do think that there must be a barrier to, to charging someone in that circumstance. I don't think many people know this idea that you can't consent to certain types of injuries. I mean, I would assume that this is illegal just purely because he's not a doctor and he's mm. doing these surgeries on people. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, like, it would be very easy for something to go wrong and for the person to bleed out and die. Which, which, which we should say, it did in this circumstance. Yes. I mean, he, no one died, but the person was probably could have died very yeah. easily. So uh, he was convicted of both counts. Uh, one of the quote-unquote victims in their testimony in court said, in summary, I am internally grateful to Ryan for enabling me to enjoy my Wait, life. Eternally or internally? Let's try that again. No, I'll just want to do a pun. The court obviously had a difficult situation here where the, both the victims were, were in favour um, of what had happened to them. So he ended up receiving a three and a half year suspended jail sentence. So he didn't immediately go to prison. Although I want to say, like, everyone thinks that a suspended sentence is like a slap in the wrist. If he fucks up within, you know, that period of time, he will go straight to prison. Bit of an, bit of an interesting local case. And again... Yeah, but also he had spent almost an entire year in custody prior to that. Yes. So I guess technically he served for a year. I mean, yes. I know he wasn't like the sentence, but like he was jailed for a time. No, no that will be included in the oh, sentence. Oh, would it? Yeah. See, I'm learning so much today. <laughs> um, so a little local case... In the eunuch subculture. Hmm. Anything else before we move on to the next one? No, I'm ready, I'm ready to go international. Okay. This, our next one takes us to Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Jared, when you think of a honeymoon, what do you think of? Um, I think of... 
All I can think about is having dick and balls removed at this point. Oh, all I think about is you and me. Oh, okay, that's Maybe nice. somewhere tacky. I was trying to think of nice things to do in Oklahoma, but I just associate Oklahoma with like... Well, we're not going to Oklahoma for a honeymoon. Oh. I was thinking about if, when you and I get married, like where are we going to like, you know, have a little vacation? Somewhere tropical. Yeah, I'm down for that. See, this is why we're yeah. this is why we're dating. Oh, newlyweds is the angle you were taking there. Yes, because okay, so this couple, Bob Lee Ellen and Thomas Evan Gates, the third, or am I imagining the third? Yes, no, the, third. the third. Yes. Um, so they got married and they had a lot of things in common, and one of them was that they really wanted to perform some castration surgeries together. Yes, we have a uh, a castration couple yeah. <laughs> uh, in That's the United good, like States. Do- doctor, nurse, you know. Sometimes it's good to have a backup. Oh, why does one of them have to be the woman? Sam? Not, not okay. You're gendering nursing, <laughs> but someone. Oh shit! Okay, the nurse's role in a surgical round me. <laughs> is to pass the instruments, while the doctor, the surgeon, cuts. And so there's going to have to be someone doing the passing and someone doing the cutting, okay? Do you have Take a sexual that. fetish about Take being a nurse? that. I, I definitely don't because <laughs> I'm not into... I don't like power imbalances and sexual fetishes, so I'm not into Dr. Nurse. Play. But you still want to be cucked. Yeah, because I'm giving my power in that situation. I'm like, I want my partner to fuck someone. And it's kind of from... What I'm seeing is it's for my enjoyment, so if anything, I'm taking the power. Right into the show. Does the cuck have the power? Well, I mean, if I say stop, they've got to stop right. Anyway... We'll figure it out next anyway, time. Anyway, newlyweds Bob Lee Allen and Thomas Evans Gates. The, the third. third. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're an Oklahoma couple who it was discovered um, in 2020 had been performing backyard castrations at their home. Sorry, at their holiday home. It was initially reported that they were performing backyard transgender surgeries. You might have seen some of that in headlines. But no, they see. Not many people understand the eunuch subculture like I do. They were misunderstanding the whole situation. Um, so this wasn't gender affirmation, it was just removal of genitals. It, keeping in the, the complicated idea of eunuchs is sometimes into the kind of gender space. But most of the time it was, they advertised their services um, online and they called themselves the eunuch maker. There might be an awkward cut around here because I was like, Jared, didn't this other cult we're talking about next, didn't someone from there call themselves the eunuch maker? But it turns out they've both called themselves the eunuch maker. So we got there's some IP going on there. Yeah. Find it out, guys. I think, isn't it, it like at a certain point, maybe eunuch ma- maker is a bit like Band-Aid in that like it started off with a certain brand, but now it's the generic name for whenever yeah. you're wow. doing castration surgeries. The victim in this particular case was awake for a two-hour procedure um, and had received some numbing injections in which they removed their genitals. The uh, person who was having the castration surgery performed on them Uh, became uncomfortable when one of the men uh, said that they were going to cook his genitals after they were removed. Because that wasn't part of the the deal. Because this guy did did travel from quite far. I can't remember where right now. I mean, I've got red wine brain, but he did travel interstate to have his genitals removed. So this is totally consensual and they had discussed it, but the cooking part... That crossed the line. Not okay. Well, it's like how some people are like, I will not be an organ donor. It's like, why not? But they, they say they don't want it. It's true. It's like, you're dead. What difference does it make? But a lot of people are very opposed to the so idea. Wait, of... You're saying this, they're... I suppose it is the case that they were willing to have it cut off. But yeah, not and, like, turned... and like what? Thrown in the bin? It is an extra level. You know, 
not everyone is like us. For some people, cannibalism is their line. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I mean, if I'm going to have, like, a part of my body removed, you may as well just eat it as well, you know? I don't, I don't want it to go to waste. Yeah, I think um, doing this podcast for three years, my um, my line has shifted. Yeah. This is what's going to happen now. Some obsessed listener is going to kidnap one of us and be like, you said you let me cook We it. constantly talk about consent. That's right. Now, I'm saying... Wait, am I... Oh, yeah. If you do go through the trouble of kidnapping me and cutting off my arm or something, you can eat it. No, I'm, don't say that. But I don't want you to kidnap me, but if you really feel the urge, like, you have to do it, you know. Don't waste meat. Yeah, don't waste me. I don't want, like, yeah. my arm to be found, like, in a swamp or something. It's true. Yeah. It's true. That's all. Um, the quote-unquote victim... Actually, no. This person... I'm going to call them victim. They were victim <laughs> because they were violated because they just wanted their, their balls cut off. They didn't want them eaten. It's true. Uh, the victim approached police, um, and, uh, when police raided the property, they found genitals belonging to other people on the property. In the court procedure for this case, it got a little bit interesting because the, uh, newlyweds started to testify against one another. The person who ultimately got the better plea deal was Gates. Gates pleaded guilty to three misdemeanor counts. I'm assuming it was to do with performing surgery without a license, etc. Um, in exchange for testifying against Alan his husband. Alan was sentenced to five years in custody at the Oklahoma Department of Corrections uh, for practicing medicine without a license and a conspiracy to commit unlicensed surgery charge. Strangely enough, these these kinky men, there was also some drugs on the property. Yes. (laughs) They were charged or they were were going to be charged at one point with intention to distribute like magic mushrooms or something Mm. like that. So I read that the victim showed up at hospital, maybe didn't know their identities, right? But told the staff like what had happened, which everyone was obviously like, oh my God, this is, you've been through a lot. But then the couple came to visit him in hospital because I guess they felt bad about what had happened and then he dobbed them in. And then they dobbed each other in. Let's just say love does have boundaries when it comes to prison time. That happened in King Cobra, which also was a real life scenario. Mm. So, you know, they said that they were always going to stand by each other. But did they? No. Well, the most intriguing story of the three that we're covering today, in my opinion, is the Nullo cult. So in Finsbury, maybe I feel a special attachment because when I was in the UK, I stayed in Finsbury Park, which is notoriously dodgy anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, But little did they know they had a testicle-stealing cult on their hands. Yeah, so this is going to be a bit of a vague one because it is the most recent case yes. that we're going to talk about, and things are still being investigated. At there, this was point. A, there was a, there was a real performative aspect to this one. So allegedly, there were like live streams involved. Yes, they were you know removing testicles on camera. People were paying like a pay per view. Like I remember paying like sixteen dollars for WrestleMania when I was like ten. Um, but people how much were... would you pay for a eunuch live stream? Sixteen dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think they're matched. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, so what we know, uh, so far is that, uh, police in the UK have, uh, raided a house in London, which allegedly, as Sam said, was live streaming castrations. Um, they've been given the, the name, the Nullo cult, Nullo meaning nullification surgery, which is that idea of having your dick and balls cut off. Um, the ringleader of this quote-unquote cult uh, called himself the eunuch maker. 
Again, we don't know who branded it first. Well, we're going to say the married couple, because that was like 2019, right? This is just like this year. Well, see, this is the thing with the Nello Cult, is they actually don't know when they've started. Cause they... Yeah, this is when they got caught, I suppose, right? Yeah, so, so they many... could have been going... I reckon I reckon the Nello Cult started Yeah, there. how many testicles were lost? The group is likely inspired by this asexual Japanese artist called Mao Sugiyama, who I've seen photos of this incident. It was very strange. He cut his penis and testicles off at a party, and people paid eight hundred pounds to attend the party. And yeah. eight hundred pounds collect like as a unit, so it wasn't like eight hundred each; it was like one hundred and something each. And it looks like they're at like a concert, like yeah, a yeah. photo of him like frying his balls. In, Had like, you a... heard of this before? <laughs> no, never. Oh yeah, <laughs> this photo, is like infamous. It's very weird. There's a photo of him like cooking his balls. Well, there's a lady with like a microphone. Yeah. Another lady of microphones like singing or something, and then we have people like filming it. It's like famous as an act of transgressing, transgressive performance art. Yeah, and he was just like, yeah, like come at me. And later he re- removed his nipples, so obviously it was yeah. just a. I mean, I guess he had no genitals left, so I guess that was just the natural next step, right? Yeah, and like body modification communities, he's quite famous. And we, we I'm, I mean, obviously there was a direct inspiration because they were cutting off dick and balls. Yeah. Um, but I don't know... The, the weird thing reading these media articles, and we've only got media articles at this point, is they do describe it as a cult. I mean, it is kind of... I don't know what I'd describe that incident as, like a party? Like a, a collective. A, a really interested party. But the, the interesting thing as well was that in Japan, apparently, what he did wasn't illegal, but indecent exposure was illegal. Yeah, yeah, I heard so that. He, so he ends up getting charged not for the, like, removing of his genitals and serving it to people as food, but it was because he was, like, nude in front of people in public. Yeah, <laughs> cutting off your own genitals is never illegal. Okay. Yeah. Well, good to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was, he wanted to get in trouble for being naked. Yeah, and so... Obviously, this I I haven't seen mention of this performance artist in the unit forums, but I imagine he's got to be a slight inspiration for oh, some of them. Totally. All we know is that the supposed ringleader is a of the Nullo cult is a forty four year old Norwegian man. Is it bad that I read Norwegian? I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> Maybe that is a little bit bad, but um, that's 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 where your mind went. Some sort of like Nordic, you know. They're a bit sexually free. Well, this guy was especially sexually free, and he was making banks, so you know. He was sexual and entrepreneurial. A killer combination. So he's he's currently being held on suspicion of conspiracy to cause grievous bodily harm. Um, there were a number of there were six other people arrested. All we know is that they, they go across generations. Yeah, so. 30, 30s to 60s. So yeah. A bit of the young, a bit of the older fellow, you know, and they all love removing genitals. Um, and we don't have much more than that. But th- this is interesting, though, because it seems like this cult are more interested in, like, performing the surgical act. Like, they don't want to give up their own balls, as far as we know. Like, no, they want to do it on other people. Yeah, so um, they're, like, amateur surgeons who just all get together and or practice. Or artists. I don't know. I need more info yeah. on how abusive these people potentially yeah. are, because potentially I'm going to be defending them in a public forum at some point. Because if it is, like, an artistic ex- gesture... I mean, it has an impact. Well, all I can say is I watched Crimes of the Future on the weekend at MIF. The, main, the two main characters in the film are a performing duo, and she performs live surgery on him because the premise of the film is people are starting to grow extra organs that aren't necessary for survival. The film is sort of asking why people would ever want to partake or watch such activities, and I guess these incidents kind of 
show that there well, is an audience. Okay, so this is my... Um, to kind of bring it all together, to do my Jerry Springer, you know, summary at the Jerry, end. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. Here's where I fall on the dick and balls getting cutting off issue. If it is for an expression, if it is like body modification for an expressive purpose, I'm on board. Because I feel like people should be able to do that and express their own individuality. If someone is like suffering and they view it as like a therapeutic procedure, that's where I'm like, maybe you should go to a doctor. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely, it's a big decision and it's permanent. So, yeah. I mean, I sound like, it sounds like we're talking, we're making some sort of link between this and like when people get gender reassignment surgery and it's like, this is permanent, you have to, no, see, but, you have to see a psychiatrist, well, but... I mean, okay, again, not to make the yeah, different things, completely different categories, but that is a very good case of there is a degree of medical oversight because that is done for a therapeutic purpose. Mm. Someone has gender dysphoria and they're seeking a procedure to relieve that dysphoria. If being a eunuch falls into that category, I think that there should be, you know, more medical oversight, more crackdowns on these kind of backyard operations. If it is more like piercing or tattooing or body modification, I'm a little bit okay with it. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, I think it's definitely an unusual practice, but if there was a forum for these people to legally get this these modifications done that was going to improve their quality of life and yeah. the way that they perceive themselves, I'm all for it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about the unique subculture. Maybe it's time to go undercover. Well, I can't really go undercover now, can I? Because we're doing this podcast, no. everyone will know. But yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued to know people's like mental rationale and what draws them to wanting to have their genitals removed, and then. Why some people draw the line at like having their genitals eaten and all, you know, yeah. after the fact. And, and then the people who have the curiosity of performing the surgeries, like what's, what are they getting out of it? Like there's a lot of questions and I genuinely, I've never met anybody, believe it or not, who is an unlicensed surgeon that performs regular surgery or wants to have their genitals forcibly removed. You can contact Sam at <laughs> sinister underscore sissies on Instagram. You can. You can. You can de- contact me on sinister sissies, fill me in. I actually am genuinely curious. I would love to do like a sit-down interview. <gasps> oh my that God, would be a, fun. A de-identified sit-down interview. I did it. I've done it before. Yeah. And that person has not been murdered by the cult that He's a reporter. Could have been stalked by if I had have, you know, given away their name so there you go yeah. we've got one survivor of sinister <laughs> tell all interviews and there's going to be two i feel it thank you for listening to the sinister sissies podcast you can follow us on twitter at sinister sissies you can follow me on twitter at jared bartle that's jared with a y you can follow us on instagram and contact sam at sinister underscore sissies also don't forget to stream my new single sammy underscore from underscore hell i was literally about to do that sure <laughs> i've got to have a plug <laughs> Uh, we do also have a Patreon where you can support us and access our after shows. Which we've been a bit slack on, but we're going to get back to it right now. Didn't we do one last time? No. Okay, oh. right. we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Uh, until next time, though, stay sinister. <laughs>